What's up and welcome in to a fresh week of Locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That is my co-host making his triumphant return, Big Dave Watson, everybody. Up ahead on today's program, we got to break two games down from over the weekend. The Bulls get blown out by the Warriors, but then bounce back with a strong win, ending the Clippers' seven-game winning streak. They are 9-4 and four on the season. All that ahead on a fresh Locked on Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome in. You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave at Bow B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Locked on Bulls. You can also shoot us a text or leave us a voicemail at 331-979-1369. I know we got a lot in our inbox. Let's do some voicemails uh, later this week, shall we, Big Dave? Yes. Uh, you can also email us, LockedOnBulls at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, do that. Subscribe and like our YouTube videos if you aren't already. Big Dave. Yes, sir. I missed you. I missed you, my friend, all of last week. Um, Kudos and and thanks again to Rob Schaefer and John Sabine for popping in for some guest spots to help us get through the week because I was sick of listening to myself talk. I'm sure our (laughs) listeners were as well. How are you, buddy? I'm better. Uh, I'm I'm way, way, way better. Uh, It was much worse than I thought it was. but yeah, bottom line, I'm gonna have to get my tonsils out next year, and yeah, that's what's gonna have to happen because I can't go through that anymore. I can't leave Matt alone by himself for that long anymore. He he does not like it. <laughs> he hates when I'm gone. No, and I can't do that to him. And yeah, so I got to be back. But yeah, I just I miss doing this. I it was so many things I wanted to say, uh, watching these Bulls games and just talking. Twitter just wasn't enough. Like I had to yell. Like it was a bunch of yelling I wanted to do. And I think I, t- I tweeted, I think I texted you that. Like, there was so many mm-hmm. things I wanted to yell about. And I couldn't do it. But I'm I'm here now. I'm happy. Thank y'all for rolling with me. Thank y'all for staying with Locked On Bulls and the whole Locked On Network, man. Thanks. Shout out to everybody for uh, rolling with us, man. Thank you. Uh, yes. Welcome back. Uh, we all missed you terribly. I think our listeners probably missed you even more than I did. And I missed you a lot. Um, so <laughs> yes. we've got we've got basketball to talk about, Big Dave. Um I think my my biggest takeaway from the blowout against the Warriors was mm-hmm. one, I, you kind of had to see that coming. Like the Warriors were the hottest team in the league, and the Bulls are playing their first game without Vooch, starting center. Who, yes, we were talking about was in a bit of a slump shooting wise to start the season, but it just felt like walking into a buzzsaw. Like yeah. you know, I, I was like, there was a little part of me that was like, oh my god, what if we beat the Warriors in San Fran? Like that would be so. But I was like, no, it's like it's it's too big of an adjustment on the road against what is now the best team in the NBA. I just didn't see that happening, and it is a one game sample size. But to me, when you take out Vooch and replace him with Tony Bradley, mm-hmm. you see the ripple effects of not just what Vooch you know, uh, no longer gives you in the box score, but the way that he spaces the floor, the way that his high IQ allows the Bulls to operate in various spaces offensively. 
And, and even, you know, to maybe a slightly lesser level, what he provides on the defensive end, despite the fact that I think people, you know, overlook what he can give the Bulls defensively on a nightly basis. I I was not surprised by the loss. I wasn't necessarily even surprised by the blowout loss. And I was sitting there on Twitter firing off hate to any Bulls fan who was talking about trading Vooch in the first 10 games. I'm sure you were, man. Um, you know, because I'm, I'm going to get into Tony Bradley later. But let me deal with this first. When when I found out Draymond Green was playing, I was like, oh, we're losing this game. <laughs> like, I, I really thought the game was over. I thought they had a shot. If I was like, if Draymond is out and, and Vooch is out for us, then they're rim protectors and they're guys who are – you can argue that Draymond is their best passer. You can argue it. Um, but if you're removing guys who move the ball, who they actually run their offense through, who finds the open guys, you know what I'm saying, and can provide offense, and Draymond can do it when he's hot, uh, he can provide some offense. But when both of those guys are out, I was like, you know what, Bulls might have a shot because they got two stars. They got Steph Curry, you know what I mean, and the rest of the team. They, they might have a shot. Once I saw Draymond was playing – I was like, oh, no, this game is over. So I was more excited that the Bulls stuck with them for pretty much like a half. I was excited about that. I was like, oh, man, they in this game for a half? Because I knew what was coming in the third. Like, mm -hmm. I, I knew it was on the way. Steph Curry, you could see it in that second quarter. You, right. you could see it coming, what Steph Curry was about to do. This dude is unbelievable. The worth, the price of admission, all right? The man, the way he shoots, the greatest shooter in the history of basketball. I don't know why it's a debate. I don't want right. to hear people telling me that he's top three and there's other guys. Ain't nobody shooting like you ain't never seen this in your entire basketball life. I don't care how old you are. You ain't right. seen this before. This is the greatest shooter in the history of basketball. So, yeah, when he was on, Matt, and pointing at fans when the ball is in the air, Oh my you know god. I mean, I'm like, it's over. <laughs> this game is over. It's over, man. That's just one of those moments where you know NBA Twitter just goes hang this in the Louvre because like that, yeah, because that's where it belongs. And I it think does. somebody in my in my mentions while we were, you know, while I was live tweeting that Warriors game, when I at some point I just said, Look, you know, it, it's it's frustrating to have to watch your team play against him, but you can't help but be in awe of the player that is Steph Curry. And somebody was like, well, you know, if you're in awe of the player out of the gate, like you've already lost. And I was like, that's not what we're talking about here. We're Appreciate <laughs> the greatness of Steph Curry. And then somebody else was like, you know, he's, yeah, he's good, but like, he's a little bit, you know, too like showboaty about it. Like I hate the shimmy shoulders and the, this and the, and I was like, oh, really people? Up. Cause like, honestly, <laughs> when Steph Curry just is in a catch and shoot scenario like that. And the ball, like, you know, the ball is halfway to the hoop. And he's yeah. already like, hey, to the fans because he knows it went in. <laughs> There's nothing more badass than that. There's Seriously, nothing more man. badass than that. Seriously, I mean, come on. Those are the things that you live for, like watching the Jordan shrug because he hits the, hit the shots like that. Those are the things you love, Jordan jumping up in the air after he hit the shot against the Cavs, mm -hmm. telling you to get out. Yeah, celebration is a part of it. You, you do it because you can. That's what makes you great. You know what I'm saying? So watching greatness, and I think Bulls fans who grew up with Jordan more so, Matt, have this feeling. We know how to appreciate greatness when we see it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, we know how to look at it. Even if we don't like that person, we hate that person. We don't talk about their game. You talk right. about the person and what, what you hate about them. But you're talking about their game, you're like, uh, they, I, nah, they're just great. <laughs> you look right. at the stuff and you're like, He's just great. What do you want me to do? And they right. say, ah, I hate 40 points. I hate watching fun basketball. What do you want me to say? This is amazing what I'm looking at right now. And I'm just mad it was against my team. 
but right. at least I only get to see it twice. I don't have to watch it four times. I only got to look at it twice. Man. Right. But my I, God, know, he's amazing. You know what? You know what didn't happen? Like we didn't give up ninety plus points in a half. <laughs> And watch Clay Thompson set yet another shooting record right. while he's actively exactly. bleeding from the head. Because that's what used that's to happen different. when we had to play the war. Like, exactly. there were so many Bulls fans who were like, this is pathetic. This is an inexcusable, pathetic, awful, awful loss. I was like, guys, do you already forget where we were two years ago? <laughs> a year ago? No. This is the Bulls ran into stuff on a hot night. And they're yep. in game one trying to adjust to no Vooch. And... Yeah. You know, like there were other factors, like the Warriors spent most of the night in that box in one defense, and that was given mm. Zach Levine fits. Zach it, Levine had a Zach Levine turnover night. He had seven turnovers because mm. he and DeMar were struggling to adjust to the fact that there was one fewer floor spacer and one right. fewer high IQ. I mean, like any time Zach or DeMar or whoever would get into trouble in the half-court offense, Vooch was their safety valve. He right. was their blanket of, okay, well, right. whatever we're doing, we can just dump it off to Vooch and see if he can swing a pass to a shooter in the, on the weak side or run a little pick-and-roll action or run a pick-and-roll. Vooch was the safety valve. And then right. the, you took it away and then said, okay, go play the Warriors. Oh, by the way, Steph's dropping 40 tonight. Like, what yeah, did you and, think was going to happen? And, and that's the other thing you touched on, Matt. There was no time to prepare for it. It was, it was like, you, you don't have Vooch. You had no like time. They were you about to get day. on the plane to Cali, and it was like, oh, Vooch is staying home. Oh, hold on. You're staying here. What? Uh, <laughs> damn. So, yeah, you had to – and then couple that with DeMar having an off night. Couple that with, like you said, Zach having an old Zach night. We haven't seen Zach have one of those nights in I don't know how long. But couple all that together, and then, you know, you don't have anybody else on the team who was, who was able to pick up the scoring load that uh, Vooch carries. Because even though Vooch isn't having those 20 and 10, yet still a 15, 16 points a game, you know what I'm saying, that you're not having out there on the floor. And that's important to have. And so you didn't have anybody pick up that slack. You didn't know what lineups to run. You saw, Dude, Billy Donovan made substitutions basically every single dead ball. Every single dead ball, Billy Donovan was making a substitution. Go look at it. Every, every time, every time somebody was coming into the game on every dead ball, man, calling timeouts, he was doing his best to coach the Bulls to something. But my God, Steph Curry is great. That's really, that's why I can't be mad at that. It's the first loss I saw, Matt, where I was like, you know what? This team was just simply better than them. It's the first one. The first time I was like, this team's just better than us. And, you know, we weren't ready for that. And we ran into a bus. So, okay, let's move to the next one. Right. You know, and, and like it was just a bad game. Zach's seven turnovers were seven of 20 as a team. The Warriors got 24 points off those 20 turnovers. The the, the Warriors crushed the, the Bulls on the glass. The Warriors had 12 offensive rebounds that led to more second chance points. The Warriors doubled up the Bulls and then some in fast break points. They They beat the Bulls by, you know, double digits in the paint. All of those areas where we have seen the Bulls have the edge on some nights or most nights, the Warriors were the Warriors and, and the Bulls. Yeah, it, it was a buzzsaw game. So you learn from it, you move on. And speaking of move on, we'll bridge into the, the Clippers game in just a minute. I know you wanted to talk uh, about what you saw from Tony Bradley in both of these yeah. first two games without Fooch. We'll do that in just a minute. But first, Big Dave and all of our listeners out there, have you heard about the prize picks yet? I've told you a few times, in case you forgot, I'll tell you again. Prize picks is daily fantasy made a made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Prize picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. 
PrizePix offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording just a handful of minutes each game. All of the all of you out there who download prize picks and start using it with that first deposit you'll get a 100% instant match up to $100 if you use promo code NBA pick 2 to 5 players in an over and under on their projections and you can win up to 10x on any entry and it's just you versus the projected numbers prize picks even allows you to do mixed sport entries so, like last night, if you're watching Sunday Night Football and the Bulls, which I was doing on my two TVs <laughs> in my living room, you could have made a bet on the over-under of Patrick Mahomes passing yards and Zach Levine points. Guess who did that? And guess who made money? This guy with price picks. It's easy. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy it's safe and offers fast withdrawals so don't hesitate check out prizepicks.com use promo code nba for that 100 instant deposit match up to 100 go to your app store and download the app today prize picks is daily fantasy made easy big dave guys guys guess what sorry to tell you this but it is flu season so some of you are sitting at home and you want to watch your tv and you want to watch your games and you're like, oh, man, I want to watch this new movie. You know, Sh- Shang-Chi is just, just hit on Disney+. Plus. I want to watch that, too. Oh, man, I want to watch my highlights. You know, all my favorites. I want to sit here and watch because I'm not feeling good. I just want to drink my tea and sit back and feel better. Oops, guess what? I got the remote control across the way, so I got to go, go get it. Oops, guess what? I forgot the password, but my kids are gone, and they're not answering the phone, so I don't know how to get online. Oh, my God, I'm sick, and I can't do what I want to do. All that can stop right now, all right? Because you got the medicine. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings together all your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. No more juggling the remote. No more wiping your nose and getting other people sick because you're touching all these remotes out here because you don't know what you're doing. No, no, no. You don't need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of all that clutter. Get rid of the confusion. Go ahead and get well and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right. So obviously... um... Two games down and hopefully not that many more to go uh, without the services of the Bulls starting center, uh, Nikola Vucevic. Um, Ten days or two negative PCR tests in the span of 24 hours, but the Bulls basically just ruled out for, ruled him out for the entirety of this five-game road trip. So two down, three to go, and then hopefully when the Bulls return home after this road trip, they get Vuce back. Uh, but Big Dave, what have you seen? Like To me, I thought Bradley being the you know inserted as the starting center made the most sense it was the don't overthink it option and billy donovan didn't overthink it all right bradley you're starting for us and then you know somebody else will get into the back of this rotation whoever it might be um what have you seen from these two games over the weekend about tony bradley's game what you know what are you seeing there? Are you concerned for the, the games to come? Because, oh, by the way, the Bulls got to play Anthony Davis tonight. 
<laughs> yeah, I heard he's good. I heard he's good. Um, first of all, Matt was right to yell at you people for saying anything about Vooch and trying to trade him and get him up out of here because I would have been right there yelling with him. What is wrong with y'all? Like, do you see it now? I hope you see it now. I hope you look at him and you're like, oh, you know what? Maybe yeah, he can provide some things for us. He can see some things. Yeah, he's good. All right. It's not just the scoring, guys. It's the rebounding. It's the IQ. It's the assist making. It's the three-point shooting. You know what I'm saying? It's all those things. It's the different lineups you can run with him. You handicap yourselves when you lose a guy like Vooch. He's an all-star, two-time all-star guy. He's important. Get that out the way. Tony Bradley, though. Yes, Matt, you're right. You don't overthink it. You put in a guy like Tony Bradley in these kind of, in these starting lineups, especially with the centers that you're playing. You've got, like you said, Anthony Davis you're playing. Yeah, you put him in there. You had uh, 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 Zubak Shakur, as I call him. You had him. So you had him. You play him against that. You got Jokic coming up. You got to play him. You got Nurkic coming up. You got to play him. So you got big guys that you have, and you have Tony Bradley, and you go against them. Tony Bradley, from game one to game two, there was an improvement for me because I couldn't stand it in game one. When I was watching it in game one, I was Neither very, could Donovan. He only played yeah. 14 minutes. As he should have. That might have been 14 too many. But it was right. very – it was upsetting. And I'm not asking him – to do what Vooch can do. That's not what I want from Tony Bradley because obviously he can't do it. It's not his thing. All I want Tony Bradley to do, and y'all know I say this all the time, all I want him to do is recognize that he's seven feet tall on the offensive end. He recognizes it on the defensive end. Tony Bradley is solid defensively. So what you lose mm-hmm. from Vooch uh, when you lose scoring, you know, IQ, you know, shooting and passing, you gain a little bit on the defensive end with Tony Bradley, and you kind of saw that in game two against the Clippers. You gain a little bit defensively. So you have to play to your strengths. My problem with him was when they would run those pocket plays, run those pick and rolls, Matt, and they would give him the ball, and he would just stop <laughs> and forget that I'm tall, and all he has to do is just lay it up there and, and see what happens. He would stop, and he would try to find someone to pass it to. When he got a free throw line extended, he was like, okay, who do I give this basketball to? That's mm-hmm. not what I want him to do. I want him to take that shot. He's got to keep the floor balanced. I'm not saying he's going to hit all of these. I'm not expecting that. I'm saying when it's in the rhythm of the offense, when you've got an open man, when you've got a little person on you or anything like that, take the shot. Because when you start looking for other people, that's when the offense becomes discombobulated and lost. There was a play mm-hmm. in the Clippers game, Matt, where he got that ball on that block, just like I said, and he was open for the shot, and he didn't take it, and he kicked it out to Ayo, and Ayo had to, thank you, Ayo, for doing this, but Ayo was like, oh, my God, well, I guess I got to create and do something, and he went up against Zubak, and he scored, and because he create, was able to create his own shot. That could have been a disaster, honestly, but Ayo is good, but Tony Bradley has to believe in himself. I just want the confidence for when he gets the shot to know that, dude, you're tall. Just go up strong and try to put it in. I don't care if you hit the shot. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But you cannot not take it. You have to take that shot. You have to realize you're tall on the offensive end. And you have to realize your importance out there. They're going to give you the ball. It's going to happen. They're not going to change their offense too hard, you know what I'm saying, from what they they were doing with Boots. You saw it. They're going to be picking rolls that they're running with you all day, and they're going to give you the basketball. You got to be looking for it. And when you get it, don't be afraid to just put it up. I don't care if you get blocked. I don't care if you throw it into the third row. But you have to put it up. It has to go up. You can't just stand there and freeze and pause and try to kick it out. That's when the turnovers and everything start to occur. You saw a change from that. 
from game one to game two. You still saw it in game two. You still saw a little bit of it in game two. But in that second half, he, he it, it got a little bit better. It has to get better from game to game for him. So hopefully I see a little bit better from him from that on the offensive end uh, tonight against the Lakers. Yeah, I, I mean, basically the way I look at it with Bradley is do do your job protecting the rim on the defensive end as best you can. Uh, you know, pull down as many rebounds as you can. And offensively, don't don't be a like eyesore negative. Like you can you could be a wash. You could be a all right, you know, I'll I'll find the open man if I get the ball, you know, in in a like pick situation at the top of the free throw line, like you were saying. Or if the Bulls, you know, find him a mismatch down low, then go to work, make your little baby hook, get yourself, a, you know, a good, easy look at the basket. And, you know, and, and you know, don't overcomplicate anything. Yeah. But this is not a problem that I think we need to be thinking about long term because this is not Agreed. we this <laughs> is not we've lost Patrick Williams for the season. This Agreed. is a vaccinated player tested positive with a breakthrough case skipped the road trip, is at home with the sniffles right now, and when the Bulls are done with this road trip, Vooch is back, mm-hmm. and Tony Bradley gets to go back to playing mop-up bench minutes. Correct. Absolutely and can, right. you, can, you, can you bridge now to then and still give yourself a chance to win every night? Because obviously Tony Bradley is no Vooch, but play well enough that the other pieces you have give you a chance to win. That's all it is, I think. Because, you know, if, if you ask Tony Bradley to be something he's not, it's going to go poorly. Correct. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I think Billy Donovan is smart enough to know that. And we even saw from game one of the road trip to game two of the road trip that he made some adjustments to the lineup and the rotation. Um, and, and we will get to that in just a minute. But first, Big Dave, you get mm-hmm. two ads today because you've missed a week, and I, these people oh. have had listened to me read a zillion freaking ads. So, Bill Farr, take it away. Come on, Bill Bar. You know what it is. You know you enjoy it. We've been talking about it all the time. Zach Guilford loves it. Why haven't we gotten Zach Guilford? His Bill Bars. Get that man his Bill Bars. Shout out, Zach. Good, good to know you, man. But yes, Bill Bar. Y'all know what it is. It's delicious. It's amazing. And when you're sitting there chowing down on them and you're eating all that and your loved one comes in and says, oh, you are ruining yourself eating all this candy. All you have to tell them that it is low calorie, low carb, low fat and high protein. And oh, guess what? It just also happens to be covered in 100 percent real chocolate. Mmm, delicious. So many wonderful flavors. Matt Peck can attest to it because he eats them all the time. You want your raspberry one? They got you. You want the coconut? They got you. They even had lime. I remember that. They do it all, man. Built Bar does it all. And so even for this Thanksgiving holiday that's coming up, you can absolutely switch out and substitute some of those sugary pies that you want can might not be able to eat or might not be able to deal with anymore. You can substitute some of those out and go ahead and get you a built bar because most of them are only 130 calories and most of them have only four grams of sugar and they have plenty of protein. So you're doing yourself a favor. And guess what, y'all? You know what the flavor of the month is? You know what it is? You know what it is? Coconut brownie chunk. Ah! Best flavor flavor Ah! they've ever made. You heard what Matt said? Best flavor they ever made. Oh, 
And just because they love y'all, there's nothing like a built bar Black Friday. Just because they love y'all, they gonna mm. hook it up on the mm. Black Friday. So y'all get ready for that because some surprises are coming. They're gonna be new surprises all month long. And please remember that these flavors I'm telling you, limited time only. Get your coconut brownie chunk, y'all. Get you going to them. I'm telling you, get on it. So this is how you do it. You go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 and get yourself 15% off your order. That is LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Bill Bar, start your Thanksgiving now. Ugh. Give it to him. Rockapella. Let me eat a Bill Bar. Oh, my goodness. I miss listening to Dave Reed ads. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so game one, Billy Donovan probably says to the guys, on to the next. Let's learn a few things and then throw that tape in the trash and never look at it again. Game two, we see Billy Donovan make one adjustment to his starting lineup. He keeps Tony Bradley in there to start at center. He swaps out Javante Green for Alex Caruso. After the game, he is asked about this, and he said basically, well, Caruso provides us with a little bit more spacing than Javante does. Although, dude, shout out to Javante Green for having the stones to take big threes and make them. That's Dude, that's that's a cherry well. on top of the Javante Green Sunday. You're not expecting that Seriously. from him, but he, he he hit a big one last night. Um, he sure did. And also just knowing that the Bulls were coming off of a game where their perimeter defense got cooked a little bit, Billy Donovan said, hey, let's get Caruso's perimeter defense out there along with Lonzo right out of the gate and see if we can't do a better job, get off to a better foot defensively. And the Bulls, to their credit, and you know Billy Donovan and his adjustments did that. They held the Clippers to 17 first-quarter points. Mm. One of two quarters, also the fourth quarter, in which the Bulls' defense, round of applause for them, held the Clippers to less than 20 points in a quarter. That That is a solid achievement. Like, yes, yeah. the Clippers were playing the second night of a back-to-back. But that's still a potent team who's coming into mm-hmm. that game with seven straight wins against a pretty impressive competition in that seven-game winning streak. Paul George is on fire. Like, kudos to Billy for making those adjustments out of the gate in, in the second game of the road trip because Caruso didn't have a great a great shooting night. Like, you know, right. he like he he uh, spoke to the media after the game, and he was like, I can't believe you guys wanted to talk to me. Like, I couldn't hit a shot tonight. But it was the other things that Caruso was doing – like the three steals and a block and mm-hmm. all of the, th- you know, I think he also had like five or six assists. Caruso being Caruso, Billy was like, I need that in my starting five tonight. Solid adjustment from Billy. Incredible adjustment from Billy. And that's why I enjoy Billy Donovan so, so much because you're watching high basketball, high basketball IQ in real time. So instead of just being stubborn and sticking with, you know what I'm saying? Like the lineup that you had against Golden State. He said, well, guess what? This didn't work for us on this one. So we're going to go ahead and change it up and go with this one. Man, Matt, you know I've been screaming it since he got here. He's not beholden to any mm-hmm. lineup, and it feels so good. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, this this isn't working. How about I try this? Well, that's not working. Let's tinker with this and see how this moves and see how this plays. I love it so, so much, man. Look, Caruso and Lonzo Ball right now, for me, are first-team all defense. They really are. Mm. Like, when you watch how they play and you're watching the impact they're having defensively, it is incredible to watch. They had Paul George in hell. He he was 
man, he was like, what? He was complaining to the refs for the calls. They wouldn't let him do anything. They had Caruso. Oh, he, he got some. Paul George took 11 oh, he free did. throws last night. Oh, no, no, no. He got his call, but he still was crying. And that's why he that's walked away with a tech. And that's why he yeah. walked off with a technical foul, because he was complaining, all right, about and not calls. Seven yes, of and 25. An Seven of 25 <laughs> for Paul from the field last night. I'm going to say that's not good. Reggie Jackson. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's another one. That was like just four, four of 17. Right. Four of 17 Ugh. for Reggie. Yuck. <laughs> And I mean, I mean, I think three of those came in the fourth quarter because he was one for like seven and one for eight from the three point yeah. line for a while. Like he was really, really struggling. But that's what good defense does to you, man. We talked about this when they got Lonzo, when they got Caruso, by having great perimeter defenders at that position, how that's going to pay dividends for them. But also having those guys that play defense that well allows you to be a small ball team. Because mm-hmm. when you can be you're you're more effective as a small ball team when you can play defense. So when you have a small ball team and you can run Caruso up against Zubat, you know, right. you can run, you can run, <laughs> you can run Lonzo up against that other big dude they got coming off the bench on uh, center. Heart, heart you can get a, yeah. Heart that's, that, yeah. That, that dude giant after a chip. Yeah. That dude named after a ship. <laughs> yes, <he'll, laughs> yes, you get Hartstein out there, man. So my goodness, you can cheat with that. When you have good defense, I don't care if it's perimeter or interior, when you have good defense, it allows you to cheat with certain lineups, and the Bulls can cheat with those lineups. So I like that Billy Donovan, Matt, uh, said, okay, what are our strengths now? We're missing our starting power forward, we're missing our scoring uh, guard off the bench, and we're missing our starting center. What are our strengths right now? Our strengths right now are defense and defense on the perimeter and transition basketball. Guess what? That's what we're going to do, and that's what we're going to run through. And also, I still got DeMar DeRozan, and I still got Zach Levine on my squad, too. So we're going to run through them also. That is a game the Bulls lose, guys. I promise mm-hmm. you. That is a game mm-hmm. the Bulls lose. That is one of those other shooter drop games that we had to deal with before. No, when they made their run, they made their comeback, they stayed the course, and they just hit big bucket after big bucket after big bucket, and a lot of those big buckets came from DeMar DeRozan. But, yes. A, our, uh, uh, Caruso, Matt, was just great, and he has just been amazing for the Chicago Bulls this year. I mean, when you talk about needing to make up for the fact that your team lacks size by gang rebounding, team rebounding, and yeah, there were a, a few possessions last night, especially right around when the Clippers were making that comeback because the Bulls' offense was getting a little stagnant, and uh, and the Clippers like were getting... Extra shot, extra shot, extra shot. The Bulls couldn't get a rebound. A few, a few particular possessions late third quarter, or early fourth that were driving me crazy. But they, when when it mattered, found ways to get rebounds. And you talk about an undersized guy coming up big when it comes to rebounding. Alex Crusoe had nine boards last night. Nine. Crazy. That that crazy. dude pulled down nine rebounds. So. The other part of this rotation adjustment that we saw from Billy last night, um, and he talked about it after the game, I want to talk about this a little bit before we get out of here, is he also, as far as swapping Javante out of the starting lineup, said that he wanted to be able to play Javante and Derek Jones Jr. together a little bit more because, you know, either of them playing sort of like a, a power forward center small ball lineup combo allowed the Bulls defensively to have all kinds of flexibility and switchability in their defense. And Billy said, you know, we kind of like kind of 
forced our hands uh, on onto the Clippers and kind of made them play small a little bit too. Mm-hmm. So we were able to alleviate some of that. And uh, you know, honestly, I I liked what I saw from from seeing more of Javante in that second unit. You do worry sometimes about those those stretches offensively where where is the scoring coming from in the second unit? But good news, Dave. Tonight, in in about uh, eight hours, eight hours from now, Kobe White making his season debut. Maybe, maybe that maybe that adds a little scoring punch to the second unit, huh? Oh, I can't wait to see young Kobe out there. Shout out to his brother, Will White. But I can't wait to see Kobe White out there on the floor, Matt. It is going to be glorious. He is another one that I'm sick of people talking about trading. He's another one. Like, he hasn't even been on the floor. And then everybody's like, yo, yeah, they're going to trade him. Yeah, should get him out of here. Like, he ain't even played yet. You, you right. see. You, and, and the problem I have is you know where, what he what he fits you know what i'm saying you know what role he is going to fill man we ain't got mm-hmm. no scoring man we need no scoring right now well how about kobe yeah we yeah we should trade him but man we need some scoring <laughs> we need oh some we score right we now. really we really don't have enough three-point shooting on our right. in our lineup right, right now but but yeah uh, let's trade kobe yeah let's get him out of here but yeah man uh i, I to your point you talked about uh javante green and uh mm-hmm. playing Derek jones jr and those guys that's uh, again. That's Billy Donovan not being beholden to any lineup. You, we know Javante mm-hmm. is only in the starting lineup because Patrick Williams is in there. So that's the only reason him and Derek Jones Jr. haven't had that opportunity to really, you right. know, play together and things like that. But they're gonna get that opportunity because, like we said, Billy Donovan will like, okay, bet uh, Kobe, you start tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he'll he'll do that. Like he'll do that. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Whatever works for the lineup and whatever works going in is great. And also, I also want to touch this on this, Matt. Demar. DeRozan, all right? DeMar, bad fit, DeRozan, 35-7-5. and five. That dude was phenomenal. Big shot after big shot after big shot after big shot is all he did. Debo was balling. I am sick of y'all. All y'all told us all offseason, all oh, this dude's a bad fit. God, I worked off teams and tied it at the Chicago Bulls and ranking. Oh, you're paying them all this money. What are you doing out here? Oh, geez, what are you, 80 million? Oh, the guy's old. We don't know what he's going to do. Buckets. Buckets. Uh, buckets. More buckets. That's all he's giving you. How many games do you see him watch this dude win? How many? 35, 75. That's insane. And he's doing it without a three-point shot. That means he's just getting the ball and getting buckets and winning games for this team, taking pressure off of Zach Levine. You saw the double teams they were trying to run. They couldn't run them, could they? Couldn't run them all good. Why? Because Debo was balling. And give when Zach started balling in the fourth quarter. We was like, cool, thank you, I got it. Time to get these buckets. Time to get this win. DeMar, bad fit. DeRozan has been absolutely outstanding. And all y'all who said that dude wasn't going to be there, all y'all, I ain't forgot. I'm looking right at you. All of y'all know what y'all can do. Debo, let's go. Woo! Feels good to yell. Let's get yelling. 12 of 16. 10 of 11 from the free throw line. And knocked down his one and only three-point attempt last night, too. I mean... What's, what can't you say about DeMar? Um, 
And and a little thought on that, you know, Demar, uh, homecoming game, you know, uh, mm-hmm. kid from Compton. Um, I, I it was interesting after the game he was talking about, you know, coming back home. He mentioned, you know, like he got thirty five or forty or so tickets for friends and family to come watch him play last night, which he always does anytime he comes and plays at the Staples Center. Um, maybe, uh, you know, not just coming back and playing in his hometown, but he he mentioned after the game, first time coming back and playing at the Staples Center since his dad passed away. Uh, yeah. So maybe, you know, so, so a little extra motivation for DeMar to, to come home and, and have a big game in, in honor of his, uh, of his dad last night. So that it was cool to hear him, you know, talk about that openly and, and willingly. Um, yeah, shout and out to DeMar. Go ahead. And also, Matt, that that that's huge. And what's great about that, too, at the same time, this this wasn't just a, a like, um, my I'm doing this for my dad kind of game. He's been doing this all season long. This is this is not just one game off. Like man, Demar mm-hmm. went old. Demar on us. No, he, all season he's been mm-hmm. doing this right here, man. So yeah, he was definitely playing with a heavy heart and much love, you know, for his father, who he said that to. But the other thing he also said, Matt, that I love, I love playing in Chicago. Honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah. said that. You know who else heard that? Other players around the NBA heard that. They mm-hmm. heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and man. <laughs> The, uh, you know, like, so, you know, DeMar was struggling a little bit with some of those double teams. Um, and then Zach checks back in with like, I think nine and a half left in the fourth, the bulls at that point, had coughed up the lead, but you know, DeMar was trying to pass out of those traps and those double teams, but until Zach came back out on the floor, you know, it wasn't, couldn't do anything because nobody else on the floor could make a shot for the bulls. (laughs) But Zach comes back in, the Clippers can't ignore him uh defensively and then demar goes back to just beating his guys iso and he makes some big buckets to get the bulls back in front and take re retake control of that game and and then as you said zach also hit some big shots late he had that dagger from the right corner um that didn't Uh, end up being the ultimate dagger because like the dagger dagger was from the left corner when he was just like falling out of bounds it was a bad possession and kind of a bad shot but zach hit it anyway but in between those two Zach shots and after DeMar had carried them through that rough stretch early in the fourth, they had this moment after that Zach shot where DeMar came and just like nestled him and gave him a little hug. And I was and like, it, it honestly looked a little like MJ Pitt flu gamey to me. It I did. was just like, it did. how great is it? And then to hear DeMar say after the game, do yeah. Cause I think somebody said, you know, you, you maybe thought about coming home and playing in LA. Uh, this offseason it didn't work out. You know, what are your thoughts on that? He's like, I love, I love the fact that I ended up in Chicago. Like, couldn't be happier. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 <laughs> Cash. I'm telling you, the league heard that. I'm telling you, they heard that loud and clear. Oh, yeah. come on, Bulls um, fans. Nine and four, baby. Oh, it's, come on, Bulls fans. It's, it's only Monday. We we got the second half of a back-to-back tonight. Bulls and Lakers still know LeBron. He's on the shelf, but they'll have their hands full with Anthony Davis. Sure. But the Bulls get Kobe White back tonight. Welcome back, Kobe. Woo. Bulls, uh, game three of a five-game uh, road trip. I believe it's a 9.30 Central tip-off tonight. So, you know. Have yourself that post-dinner cup of coffee because we got some late-night Bulls hoops. We'll be back tomorrow to break it down. Didn't have time. I want to talk about Lonzo Ball shooting inside the three-point line. We'll do that on tomorrow's episode. Didn't have time to get to it today. 
uh, that's it. We're out of here. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to all of you out there for listening and watching. If you aren't subscribed to our Lockdown Bulls YouTube channel, do so already and hit that like button if you enjoyed today's episode. You can hit us up on social media. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck on Twitter. He is at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. We are at Lockdown Bulls. That text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Big Dave, good to have you back, my friend. I'm back, baby! He's back! <laughs> and I gotta go. Speaking of the MJ Scotty moment from the flu game, I got some reading to do, Dave. Oh. I, don't, I don't know what's in here. Oh. Scotty tripping, but I'm gonna Scottie read tripping. it. And then, and then I'm gonna give you my copy, and then we gotta talk about it. Oh, we got, we have to talk about this. Oh, God. Until tomorrow, Bulls Nation. Thanks as always. We love you. See, Red, be good. Peace out. He's back!